think we are live. Let me see here. It's spooling up. They say uh, um, best practices with Facebook. Look, we've got a viewer. We have a viewer. We've got multiple viewers. Okay, they're starting to join. So um, we're going to... Uh, Anyway, here's a, uh, oh wow, we're, we're uh, gaining uh, viewers like crazy. So what I'm going to do, I, I was able to pin down and finally catch Austin Hunter. He's hard to catch and he's going to be on the show. But while we give it a minute for people to spool up, um, I will uh, recap my, um, there's Austin, you've seen him. Um, I'm, I'm doing a little bit different thing with the video this week. So when Austin's talking, you're going to see him. And when I'm talking, you're going to see me. I suppose I should look into the camera. But um, so, and I got a bunch of questions I'm going to ask Austin. But before we get into that, I'm going to talk about my re, uh, racing results. Can everybody hear me all right uh, that's watching? Hi, Mr. Schlinker. Uh, Schlinker, by the way, if you're in the Jamestown area, has auto... Uh, detailing plus and so if you need your boat car truck or race car clean give Shannon Slinker auto uh, plus detailing auto detailing plus a call um, everybody here all right give me okay so uh, I'm assuming we can hear because I got an LOL so uh, I went to Wishick Thursday drew uh, outside pole and uh, there's Austin again drew outside pole and uh, won the heat, started pole, um, and since I'm a C-Squad kind of member, usually you would expect I'd win from pole, but that didn't happen. I uh, had a little uh, steering box locked up, wound up finishing sixth. It was hard to turn the car. Um, they're, uh, they're, uh, when you uh, make noise, Austin, by the way, the camera switches over to you. So um, anyway, uh, again, this is a new, this is the third time I've done this with a guest, so I don't know what I'm doing, but you know, as an entrepreneur, I found out that it's best if you just like wing it and learn as you go. Um, anyway, then we, um, we went to, by the way, the steering box issue was still from the blue ox of, the blue ox of um, Bemidji. That was Bemidji damage. We replaced the entire left front, but missed the steering box. So anyway, Friday went to I-94, which is where the Wissota 100 is going to be this year. And um, we uh, drew pole amazingly, which is hard to do. And uh, we finished third. A little bit about the, the gentleman who started outside pole. You know, the flagman, a little bit a tip for the tracks is the flagman said, Hey, if you jump, we're going to take action. Yes, we're going to take action if you jump. And what happened was the gentleman next to me, he kind of slowed up and then he hit it and got about a three car length jump on me. And we went trying to catch him. Of course, I got going out of the hole because I didn't want to do a pileup since the guy next to me already hit it. And um, what happened was I wound up third in that heat. And in the feature, it was kind of a wreck fest because the same jumper was started in front of me and he did the same thing because the flagman kind of told him it was okay to jump since he gave a big lecture on jumping and didn't penalize him for it, told him it's still okay to jump. So he backed off as we we're going to take the green and then he jumped. He jumped uh, right beside, he was out of the hole faster than Dan Wheeler who was in front of him and then he kind of went up and 
It was a great big pileup. I wound up going into the grass because I seen it was going to be bad right out of the chute. And anyway, in that race, we finished sixth. Um, went to Deer Creek Speedway, which if you've never been to Deer Creek Speedway, you got to go there. Great track, great facility, friendly people. Got to see Brandon Davis back in action. Hadn't seen him race in a long time, and he's still got it. How'd you like to like not race much and then come back and still be a wheelman? Anyway, um, there we started eighth in the heat, got to third, and in the feature we started eighth and got to third. I think if we'd had about another lap and a half or two, we might have gave old Mitch Weiss a run for his money. Uh, then we went to Proctor to Skeeter Estes territory along with some other fast runners. In the heat, we went um, second to first with Skeeter Estes chasing us, which is kind of nice for a chance change. And then in the feature, Skeeter won it. Uh, we started eighth and went seventh and got to seventh. We didn't pass anyone. We didn't catch Skeeter, but we did see Lake Superior. Anyway, now that's not why you're tuning in. Wow, we got, uh, we're really gaining on the followers. Now I'm gonna, we're gonna get to uh, why you're most likely here. And that's because we're gonna interview Austin Hunter. He's led the points for Wasota uh, B Mods or Midwest Mods. And now he's, uh, they, Wasota updates the, tries to update the points every Thursday so you kind of know where you're at in the season. And I realize I might be the only guy running for national points. Um, but uh, that being said, Austin's led the points. Now he's sitting in second. Um, anyway, uh, welcome to the uh, C-Squad show, Austin Hunter from Canada. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Can everybody um, hear uh, Austin all right? Give me a thumbs up there, uh, Tracy Christensen or Troy Hewan or Nolan Homestead. You guys hear uh, Austin all right? Did you freeze up there, Scott? Uh, no, I'm here. I'm here, Austin. I can hear you. Okay, we got the thumbs up. They can hear you. So uh, give us, for people who don't know you, give us a quick overview of, you know, uh, who you are, where you're from, what you do for a living. Um, 24, um, from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Work at my uh, parents' truck shop. Um, this will be my seventh summer racing the B mods. Um, I dabbled a little bit for a year and a half um, before that, and in, in Winnipeg we got uh, Winnipeg Super Trucks. So I dro oh. drove my dad's truck a little bit before that. Super trucks, huh? Is that like a is that like a super stock or for people who don't know what a super truck is? What is that? Yeah, it was. But yeah, I, the most comparable thing would be like a super stock with a, a truck body on it. Look, kind of looks like the NASCAR trucks. Oh, awesome! So um, you've been racing seven years, just uh, the super truck, and then in the Midwest mod. Yeah. Okay. And then I did I did some a uh, little bit of uh, asphalt road course go karts before that. Oh, awesome! So I've known you for a few years, and you were kind of. It seems like every year you've gotten better and better and better. Last year, where did you finish in national points? Last year we ended up uh, third to Th Skeeter and Lauren Johnson. Oh, okay, old LJ and uh, Skeeter. Yeah, those are two guys that are hard to catch, like yourself. Um, Okay, so do you have any pre-race rituals that you do? Um, I don't. I don't know about rituals, but it's just I do stuff out of habit. Same when I get 
hockey, it's not really something ritual, but it just out of habit that you always tie one shoe first or then to the next. Nothing, nothing that I was like dead set on doing. Okay, so uh, I didn't realize you were a hockey player. Do you keep a hockey stick in the trailer? Our the broom mom uses to sweep out the trailer is made out of a broken <laughs> hockey stick. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. Um, so, do you have a kryptonite when it comes to racing? Like, what's your kryptonite? Uh, if the track is ever like super wet and slimy, it's I don't know. Just can't figure that out yet, and we'd always seem to struggle on that. Yeah, slime is uh, hard to uh, uh, note to tracks. Slime's hard to race on. Um, what's the your favorite track that you've been there to this year? Um, this year, I, I don't know. Well, you always got a special place in your heart for your home track, and we've been running pretty solid at, at Red River Belt Speedway here in Winnipeg, so yeah, we've been like that one. Yeah, they really do a good job of... Uh, uh, I guess I made it up there once. Uh, we've been, myself, I've raced, I guess I've been lucky enough to race North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Montana, and Wyoming this year, and Arizona and Kansas. And when I went up to Winnipeg, I can definitely say it's one of the friendliest atmospheres. When you do go up there, everybody's really friendly, uh, at least in the pits and the fans and... Um, all of that, so. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a nice facility too. Um, what's the favorite, your favorite race you've been in this year? Like, um, any particular uh, good memories? Um, the uh, last month we had the Dwayne Nelson Memorial in Greenbush um, there for $1,000. And oh, we ended up winning that. And it was, we were pretty happy with that. It was a pretty strong field. and. We were happy getting that one, and that was a fun race. And then um, a couple weeks ago, the 40-lapper at Devil's Lake, on that passing point steal where me and you had a couple good battles in those heat races when we started front row of the feature. And we, I led 30 of the 40 laps, and we the last 10. Preston scooped us at the end there. but Yeah, the, uh, that was a fun race. Uh, I was getting a little fatigued when we went 30 laps straight. I was thinking I needed an <laughs> oxygen tank. <laughs> The uh, yeah. yeah, I was kind of surprised by that, you know. Where um, I wonder if that's uh, when you start up front on a long race like that, if it's a disadvantage, you know, because you led a long time. I slipped back a little bit before you did, but uh, whether it was uh, well, what actually happened was when you were leading, you're like a quarter of a track ahead of me, and I thought. Well, I wonder if, I was thinking in my head, I wonder if this is the, the fast guys, when you realize you can't catch someone, that you just like try to drive straight and save your tires and then maybe I'd catch you, but that theory didn't pan out for me. So, um, anyway. Well, well, my strategy didn't work either, so. <laughs> yeah, can't win them all. But it's a cool yeah. win for Preston, so big win for him. Um, hey, uh, three... Go, go back to when you first started and then take your seven years of racing experience. Do you have any tips for, you have like three tips you could pass on to new drivers? Uh, just uh, one of them would be, you just got to be patient. You're not, most people aren't going to be super fast right out of the, right out of the, on their first night. Um, also, if, uh, if you're not comfortable and like say you draw the number one when you get out the gate you're going to start pulling the heat you're not going to be comfortable starting up there like 
my first couple races, my dad's super truck. I just opted to the back just so I was comfortable with everything as far as I'm getting in people's way. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any driving tips for me, whether from personal experience or uh, from just general observations? <laughs> I don't know. You're you're pretty fast out there. You're. I, I take notice when you're in the pits. I know. I know we got to be on our A game when when the one S rolls into the pit area. Where all have you been racing this year? Uh, obviously in Canada because you're from Canada. Yeah. So um, AHL in Canada, which is Morden, Manitoba. Yeah. And then Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. We've done. Uh, we've been to Grand Forks. Um, we've been to. We're, pretty split this year between Devil's Lake and Greenbush. I think we've done even amount of shows at each one. Um, we've did Fergus two or three times when Grand Forks was off for like the World of Outlaws and stuff. You you, and, you won down at Fergus, didn't you? Yeah, we got we got a win there last year. And that, that one was pretty cool for us. That's something about I don't, every time we go there, I don't know if it's the way the track is, how it's sunk it in, and then you got grandstands on both sides and the whole tailgate section. It just kind of feels like you're in a stadium or something to me. Yeah, are you, uh, what do you think about them hosting the 100? Are you excited for it, or do you wish it was at your uh, Winnipeg there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice if it was in Winnipeg. It would be a home track advantage and a little less travel, but Fergus is still quite a bit closer for us to go to than here on, so... Cool, cool. So uh, you'll be going to the 100. Uh, it's still a ways away, but I, we're plan We would like to. I would really like to give it a shot. So, what do you think? I think their format this this year is where you can race each night, and then if you make the qualifying feature, uh, if you get top eight, you're in the show. Let's say on the first night you uh, race, make the qualifier and wind up getting fourth, are you going to pass and race the next day, or are you just going to be happy with fourth and being in the show? I think I'd be happy with fourth and being in the show, but I'm sure I would have a meeting with uh, Dustin before I would make any judgment, but I think I would be happy with fourth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to take a quick um, sponsor announcement, and unofficial sponsor announcement and Juice Weir's Machine, which they have trick stuff for your race car. Go like up their Facebook page and uh, check out their website. It is in the uh, description of this post. This is an unofficial one, but I really like that they make really trick stuff for race cars. I ha I'd had a catalog here I was gonna show you, but they have such cool stuff. I actually gave the catalog away today, so I don't have one to give you, but you can check it all out on their website and follow their Facebook page. Uh, cool stuff. And uh, now back to uh, Austin here. Um, share a story of your luckiest racing adventure. Well, I think our luckiest racing experience actually happened last year at sites. Um, we started like, I don't know, eighth or sixth in the feature. We got rolling, we got up to second, and. The leader was, I don't know, straight away or something ahead of us. And I was like, okay, well, we're pretty happy getting second in this show. This is one show I've always wanted to win, but you get second. And I would still be pretty pumped about it. And at the end of the, end of the race, we pull into the pits, do the whole tech thing. And then I found out later that the guy that won did end up going to the scale. And 
so we actually got credited with that win. So oh, not, how I wanted, not how I want to take a win, but I guess sometimes you got to be lucky too. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that uh, good was a good night to be in second if you weren't first, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, jumping, let's jump to tracks here for a second. Um, well, let's take a step back. How would you describe yourself as a driver? If I was to describe you, I would say he's calculated, uh, he's very quiet, and um, he is a clean racer, and, um, and then always very competitive. That's how I, how would you describe yourself? Uh, I get, I get um, told a lot that I drive the car really straight. And I think that has come to do from my go-kart background, just trying to keep the go-kart straight because we were so underpowered and just keep up your momentum. No so way. it took me a while, like at the kind of more tractioned up tracks like Grand Forks where you really have to throw it in. It took me a while to adjust to that. So I was still trying to drive the car so straight and just having issues being tight and all that. Yeah. Do, you, do you look at... Um... All right, let me... Let's let's jump to tracks. Is there anything you've seen a track or a promoter do this year? A few things that you really liked that they did it and thought, hey, more tracks should do this. Um, I'd really never even thought of it, but last year and actually at Winnipeg did it once this year when it was like super hot day. We pulled onto the scale and the the scale worker actually handed us bottles of water after when we were on the scale and stuff. I, it wasn't that like big of a thing, but I just like, oh, that was like really nice of them, and yeah. Yeah, no doubt. That's a really uh, I would consider that um, if I was to parallel that with my uh, book, Principles of Fortune, where uh, deliver more action, where uh, those giving uh, the folks coming across the scale water, you're kind of delivering more than what's expected. Uh, that's really cool. One of the things I I've seen this year that I really like is. Um, in Lisbon, they kind of have uh, cards or check-type cards if you win and cool kind of helmet-like trophies. But the other thing I really liked is they kind of do the, they kick out the the victory lane interviews after the race. I think that's kind of a nice touch that fans like to see because being a fan as well as a racer, I always like to see and hear what people say uh, when they do win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else you've seen out there that you kind of thought was cool besides the water at the scales? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm a simple guy, but anytime at those big shows when they do the four wide salute and all the fireworks and stuff go off, I don't know. I just like the pyro and fireworks at those big shows. I think it's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely fireworks. Fans like that. Um, um, what? Tell, uh, going back to racing a little bit, What? what's the worst call you ever got? I don't know. I've, uh, we've been pretty lucky that we haven't actually had too bad of a call that it's stuck with me for a long time. I mean, I think anybody in their racing career is going to have a call that at time where you're a little bit mad about, but try not to dwell on the past and just worry about the races in the future, I guess. So you kind of look at it, you win some, you lose some, it balances it out? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had a call, my worst call I ever had, I was leading a race and on the restart going into uh, corner three and out of four, I was spun out 
and the flag man sent me tail end because he said I went into the corner three squiggly checking everybody out up and the person behind me didn't have a chance to stop. Um, I kind of chalked that up to, uh, I think he was picking on the redhead, but uh, I could be wrong. Um, the uh, uh, Jumping uh, further down the question list here, what's the biggest obstacle you've overcome this year racing? on or off the track? Um, I think the biggest thing for us is just geographically where Winnipeg's kind of out of the way to go to a lot of tracks. It'd be nice to have, have like be based in like Fargo or Grand Forks area, a little bit more closer to mo most tracks than what we're at. So to run the shows that we do, we have to do quite a bit of traveling to get. Okay, so yeah, you're always, uh, all the, uh, the challenges, I suppose, of going across the border. You got to have the passports out. Have you yeah. been? Have you been in the scanner where they scan the whole, your whole rig? No, because we we're not. Uh, that's for the commercial trucks to go across, and we're not classed that commercial. So. Oh yeah. What? Um, tell me about uh, the people who help you race. Your the people who help you raise and your partners, anyone you'd like to shout out? Uh, well, my mom and dad, they support me 110%. They're at all my races. Um, we travel up and down the road together. Um, Dustin and Brian at Millennium, they help me huge. And Your mom, by the way, makes a wicked sandwich. And so if she <laughs> ever went into business, I think Sub, uh, Subway and Quiznos would be on hard times so if there's <laughs> hunter subs ever comes out there'll be a there'll be a uh, uh some unhappy businesses but anyway as you're saying uh who else did you want to thank i had uh dustin and brian and pretty much all the guys at the millennium there they're, they're they've helped me out a ton and they're become really good friends um so Weiss family, Ricky, they're the reason that they got my dad into racing because my dad got into racing and I got into racing. So they kind of started this whole addiction or problem, however you want to call it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ricky Weiss. He just won a really, really big show. The yeah, North yeah he, big Lucas race on Saturday, so that's good for him. Was there uh, riding in Winnipeg for that win? Uh, you know they, don't really get, <laughs> they don't really get the news coverage that he probably deserves with that one. Yeah, he's got to probably be uh, one of uh, Canada's uh, certainly uh, number one motorsports athlete. Yeah, he would, he's would be right up there. Yeah, that's for sure. I remember when he used to come down to Jamestown when he first started racing late model, and uh, um, yeah, he was definitely in the learning mode. Now he's definitely a contender at every race he goes to. Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's got to learn to start somewhere, so. Maybe one day we'll be there too. <laughs> the um, the um, couple of things. Uh, so, any big races you, you're going to that you're coming up that are coming up that you're looking forward to? Um, I mean the sights weekend's coming up here in September right away. That's always one of my favorite races of the year. And then, depending how that goes, like I said earlier, we, we might try and get down to the one hundred. That's three shows. That's three shows back to back. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Three shows over three days. So 
those ones are nice. Sometimes those shows where you run your heat races one day and then that's it, and then you have to sit and wait for the features. Like, those kind of get to be long days, but to run three shows over three days, I like those ones. Yeah, that's a cool event they got going on there. Um, anything, um, going back to the any racing tips for me, I'm racing, you know, for national points. You know, Brock told me I should race where I'm fast, Grunswald. Um, but I've been, like I said, racing everywhere uh, just because of I can and it's fun. Uh, but w what would you have for tips going back to the patients? Yeah, uh, or a good tip would be if you ever see a yellow nose cone at your door, maybe just let off and give them a little <laughs> bit extra room. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, sounds good. Um, well, I appreciate you uh, being uh, coming on the show. It's a new show, so we got absolutely no credibility, but we do have people tuning in and uh, watching. Anything you'd like? You think I should add to the show? Uh, no, I think you're doing the show is a really sweet idea, and you, you do a lot to help promote this sport that we all love. Yeah, it's going good. I was I was thinking I should have like a at the end of the show, like something like. As uh, the Redhead Rebel sees it, where I like say some things that need to be said that nobody will say, like, hey, number one, if you're a flag man and you warn people about jumping and then you let people jump, you kind of lose your integrity on it. Uh, <laughs> two, if you're a race car driver, when I was at Bemidji, one. Some of the people were very friendly, but I was kind of taken back of some of the unhappiness I seen in the pits afterwards. And and my take as a racer, you know, sometimes you only got to be off an inch sometimes to get into someone and cause a caution. And so sometimes things are just a racing deal and not intentional. Seems like sometimes I think racers, you know, when someone gets into them, um, well, I think, you know, when you and I were racing in Devil's Lake and, uh, we were going for the lead, you know, uh, I was leaning on you a little bit and, uh, but it was kind of a racing deal and it wasn't like we didn't affect the race, but the, the reality of it is, is we are, you know, a tenth yeah. of an inch apart, uh, going yeah. into the corner. Yeah. And so my second thing would be, Hey, Sometimes when cautions happen, it's not like an intentional thing. Um, it's just an oversight. Uh, and just like Michael Jordan, you know, sometimes Michael Jordan had a 14-point game and the next day he'd have a 50-point game. Sometimes the driver's just a little off. Yeah. My, my third, as the Red-Headed Rebel sees it, would be if you're not having fun and... You know, one of the things I'll do sometimes is that I just try to do a random act of kindness sometimes, but sometimes when my attitude gets pissy, I found trying to be helpful to someone else in some capacity, whether it's giving them some juice, helping them work on their car, giving them some racing tips, um, doing something kind for someone kind of brings me back to the moment where um, there's always someone that's got a tougher go of things and that I'm pretty fortunate and kind of live in the dream when I get a race. You know, um, this is my last year of racing and so I'm trying to have fun. That's one of the reasons I'm running for national points. I hope to race Arizona one more time 
and then kind of evolve into a different role of racing. Um, but when we're out there, let's uh, remember to have fun. And uh, anything you'd like to say to the audience? Uh, no, I think you got everything all covered here. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think uh, I'm hoping we'll have uh, uh, 10,000 views on this, but I do appreciate, uh, I guess it went a half an hour longer, uh, 10 minutes longer than expected. But at least it wasn't like a regular night that lasted seven hours of racing. It was a third weekend on a new show. Um, and I was planning for 20 minutes, but the conversation was good. So we went 30. And uh, for those of you turning in, uh, want to juice uh, another unofficial sponsor, which is Redheaded Rebel Brew. Oh, Austin, you're wearing a shirt. What shirt are you wearing? Got the redheaded rebel shirt on. <laughs> you know what I heard? All the cool people in Canada have those shirts. So thank <laughs> you for uh, sporting it. And I wish you luck with your national champion uh, or points race, or if you're just racing to win, if you're racing to win the championship. I think if you do wind up getting her done, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. And uh, if people, do you have shirts or anything like that? Fans that want to. Uh no, at the moment, no, we're out of shirts. We're hoping to get some lined up here for uh, next year. But yeah, we're sold out of shirts right now. Sold out of shirts. So, uh, yeah. um, all right. Well, uh, you have a racing page on Facebook, right? Is it Austin Hunter Racing? Nope. Uh, just people could add me on my own Facebook. You're, you're and then just Austin Hunter? Just, all right. Yeah, so uh, if you want to follow Austin Hunter and his adventures, uh, Maybe uh, get a sandwich sometime at the track from uh, Austin's mom. Why uh, uh, follow uh, Austin on Facebook? Everybody, thanks for turning in, tuning in, and um, and uh, Brandon says uh, Brandon Wheeler. I'm probably saying the name wrong. He says, "Yeah, Austin, show kindness." So. Uh, but I've always known you to be a kind guy, and I don't know that I've ever seen you get upset. Um, and so you must follow the 10-minute rule after the race. Like, if you are upset, just stay in your trailer for 10 minutes, and it'll look different after 10 minutes generally. So anyway, uh, um, to all the people tuning in, thanks for tuning in. When I was at Deer Creek and uh, Proctor, I got a lot of people coming up to me thanking me for doing this show. So as long as I can keep getting guests, I'm going to do it next week. We're going to uh, have Cody Lee on the show from Minnesota. And uh, we're going to get his take on racing. And he's going to give me some tips for running for national points and how, I, how the, the Redhead Rebel can get her done. And um, perhaps give you some insights and have some ideas for what tracks can do to better promote our sport and uh, sanctioning bodies uh, can do. One of the things I hope this year that Wasota does is they do some, on the national champions, that they do some videos, a video profile of each national champion to make it worth even more than just uh, what they do at the banquet. But anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks Austin for joining us from uh, Canada. Good luck with racing and uh, everybody uh, remember to uh, smile and pass it on. <laughs>